What's up, everybody? Welcome to the Championship Leadership Podcast. And today we got uh, Tommy Holstein on the reboot. Actually, we tried this uh, one time before and we had some tef- technical difficulties, so we're getting it done. But he is the owner of Holstein Studio, as well as the Founderverse Podcast, uh, straight out of the STL, St. Louis, uh, Missouri. So thanks for coming on, man. Thanks for redoing this thing with me. Appreciate it. That's right. Thanks for having me, Nate. I appreciate it. Yeah, absolutely. So first question, if you remember, uh, I, I always like to kick us off with is what, what does championship leadership mean to you when you hear it? <laughs> I hope I have the, the same answer as I had last time. Wow. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> so, so yeah, man, uh, championship leadership. I, I love the name, by the way. I think championship leadership to me, when you combine the two words, it means champ, championing, championing? championing leadership in everything you do um and that means you know let's break it down championship being the best in whatever you're doing and leadership is leading other people so to me championship leadership means helping other people be the best that they can be while also being the best that you can be in in whatever it is that you or that they're doing yeah absolutely man um tell us a little bit about your story, who you are, like where you've come from, how did you get to, to this place where you, you kind of went out and, and started your own company? And then also, you know, and what, what was the path that led you into, you know, creating the podcast as well? So yeah, just give the listeners a little background on yourself and how you got to where you are today. Sure, man. I, I love these origin stories that yeah. we all do. I think they're, they're my most, they're, they're my favorite part of every podcast. Absolutely. Yeah. So my origin story. So uh, I, I graduated college in 2018 from Lindenwood University. Uh, so, you know, I'm, I'm fairly young. In yeah. the last two years of, of college, I was working at a startup company in St. Louis. And that's, it was the first time that I was in a company that had, you know, I, I had creative freedom to express myself however I wanted. We had our own podcast. We did like a daily vlog. So it was the first time that I got, that I was familiar with with online video, podcasting, those type of mediums. 
And in my last semester at school, unfortunately, that company shut down. And this happened very suddenly. So just all of a sudden, I was out of a job and my back was against the wall. You know, last semester in school, I still had school payments to make, all, all these other bills to pay. And, you know, I'm, what was I, 21 years old at the time. So, you know, and I still am not very good with money, <laughs> but especially back then, man, I had no savings. I had, I had nothing to fall back on. So I, I was like, okay, what can I do right now to start making money and, you know, start moving in the right direction? And I was like, you know, well, I, I love doing video. I had done a couple of YouTube videos for myself and I told myself, you know, I, I could go to different companies and see if I can shoot, you know, like online commercials for them, just shoot videos for different companies around St. Louis. Uh, so that's what I did. So the next several weeks I spent just cold emailing every business I could find going to, you know, chamber of commerce directories, just searching the internet for any business email that I could find and shooting them an email like, Hey, my name's Tommy. I'm a freelance videographer. I'd love to shoot a video for you. And a couple got back to me. Yeah. And after working with several companies in the St. Louis area, uh, I worked with the darkness and Brewery haunted houses. They're the big haunted house here in St. Louis. I worked with St. Louis metropolitan police department doing their, uh, their lip sync video. when that was a viral challenge going around. Yeah worked with Safeco Insurance, so several companies. And then I started realizing that they weren't really getting the results that they wanted to from, you know, just shooting one-off videos. So at the start of 2019, we, we made a shift. So now Holstein Studios is we create Facebook video ad campaigns. So ongoing video on a monthly basis and running targeted ads to a specific target market to increase revenue and brand awareness. And that's kind of where we're going from here. You know, we're in, we're in the growth or growth stage. We're in, we're in the startup phase very, very much. So there's three of us. We're all, you know, we, we have this vision of the company that we want to build and we're moving forward from here. And then, yeah, recently we started the Founderverse podcast and we're interviewing uh, different business owners and leaders right now in the St. Louis area, but you know, looks like we're going to be expanding from there soon once you're on our show. So yeah, that's right, man. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Going global. That's right. And stick out to me is just the fact that like, man, yeah, you're young, but you're just willing to like get your hands dirty. You don't really know. You know, as I think as, as many entrepreneurs, it's, you're unclear what the path really is going to be or what's really required. You just, you typically just know that not sitting around isn't going to get it done. And that, uh, you know, there, there's certain actions that you can do and take. That's right. That will help you to get to, to where you want to go. So I just love that you're like, Hey man, I'm just going to, st I would love to work with this, 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 and this. And the fact like, I mean, those are some huge companies Safeco. Like I was in the insurance business. I was an insurance broker for, for many years, two years ago. So my agency Safeco was one of the main companies we work with large company you know, big company, you work with the, the police department, the haunted house company that you mentioned. I know there's some others that you have as well, but just the fact that you're willing to reach out to these and that you get your foot in the door, that you get this shot, like what was it about you that, that made it willing for you to go out and like reach out to these companies where I think a lot of people would allow just like really 
when it boils down to it, it's, it's this fear of like rejection that keeps people from, from making, taking those steps and taking oh, yeah. those actions. Like, uh, was, was there something that you've always kind of had inside you that you're just going to, you know, no matter what, you're just going to give it that shot or, or you, you know, do with some of that stuff yourself? Tell you the truth. No, I don't know if I've, if I've always had that in me to, you know, to always just go for it. You know, yeah. when, when all this started happening, it was, it was the first time that I was truly, truly out of my comfort zone going to, especially when I, when I first started out, yeah. I, I was approaching these companies and I was, you know, I would, I would say, Hey, I, I want to shoot video for you. I want to work on these projects with you, but I had nothing to show them, man. I had yeah, a couple right. what fun YouTube videos that I made yeah. with some friends. So yeah, I mean, imposter syndrome is a big thing, right? I think we all yeah. entrepreneurs, but really everyone feels imposter syndrome, you know, more or less that we feel like we're just not good enough for, you know, certain accomplishments. Like, Oh, Oh, could I really do that? Who am yeah. I to, you know, shoot this video for this large company? Who am yeah. I to act like I'm this big business person, but, and it's all learning experience, you know? And, you know, when I started going out, yeah, it was, it was scary. And it, it still kind of is going to, you know, approaching these companies like that. But when you do something over and over again, every time it gets less and less daunting. Yeah, um, totally. Yeah. yeah. Like r- right now, something I'm, I'm struggling with as, as a creative entrepreneur. So creatives are really not natural salespeople, right? So yeah. something I've been struggling with lately has been making cold calls, right? Yeah. So picking up the phone, dialing those numbers and, and just making the call. I struggle with that for so long. And honestly, it wasn't until well, like, it's not just creatives, man. That's yeah, like yeah. everyone. <laughs> that is, tell me, I'll, I'll tell you, that's good to hear, man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, but yeah, every time that I pick up the phone, it gets easier and easier. And I think that that's just emblematic of everything in life, right? Everything that you, anything you haven't done yet seems scary until you do it for the first time. And then it gets easier every time. Yeah. You know, I was just, uh, I was just reading a book here yesterday. Uh, actually Mitch Miller is his name. He's a copywriting online marketing. Oh yeah. I'm, yeah, I'm familiar with him. Uh, I'd never heard of him before, but, uh, Zach Babcock put me out yep, to yep. him and, um, you know, something in his book, he talks a lot about this. One of the things that just really kind of, you know, you hear something a certain way and it really lands for you. And that's, that's the power in using words and, and telling stories. But, you know, he talks about basically, you know, as men and women, right. It, it all comes down to survival. Like that's, that's what drives, drives us, you know, as a species. And so for men, it's like, you know, the constantly figuring out ways to like uh, land, land the woman. Right. And then women are always, uh, and this is a very general, uh, sure, sure, sure. broad stroke, right? But women are constantly looking, you know, to 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 better their appearance so that they can then go get the man that they that they want, right? Uh, and again, it comes back to like you know, the human race is all about surviving and and uh, continuing to reproduce, right? To keep us alive. The story he tells is talking about basically just if you're a, if you're a man and you want to go out and produce, like you should go and approach every single woman that that you think is out of your league or that that you might not ever in your world in your life to the point where like you don't even care what the outcome is any longer like right so many times and you just continue to make that ask and that approach to the point where like 
there's no level of fear, anxiety, or this fear of rejection. And it's like, if you can get to that point, cold calling will, will be easy. Like, I mean, right. I mean, at, at that point, it's a numbers game, right? Yeah, totally. It's, it's just all like, a numbers yeah, game. It doesn't even matter. Like, you can get to yourself to the point where, man, I'm going to make the call no matter what. Because I know that if I make so many calls, like, I'm going to land the deals. I'm going to land the clients. I'm going to grow the business. I'm going to, and ultimately, like, I'm going to put money in my bank account. Right. That's well, well, that's just a good, that's a good note on rejection, you know, overall. Yeah. You know, you're not going to, you're not going to strike gold every time that, you pick up the phone or every time you go ask a girl on a date, you know, you, it's, it's a numbers game. The more you try, the more results you're going to see. And a yeah. lot of people, I think, you know, they'll try something new a couple of times. And if it doesn't work out perfectly, man, they're done. Yeah. And the people that are really going to succeed in life are the ones that are going to keep going after, after the first couple of, of times that they fail, that sixth time, that seventh time, that hundredth time might be the one. You know, yeah, that changes everything. It does. And, you know, but too many people just, you know, they're, they're driven by fear and, and uh, it really keeps them from, from doing what, what they need to, to get where they want to go. So for you, like, I know you started out reaching out to companies to, to do like one-off videos and you, mm -hmm. you realize shortly, right, that this is, you know, that's not a fast path to really grow a business and to retain some of these clients that you're getting the one time and how can we. Right get a part of the world so that they'll, you know, have some continued recurring business with them. So what was that shift for you? I know that's that shift that you're making now and in, inside of your business, but what, uh, what brought up that process for you and, and how's that going inside your company? Yeah. So I, uh, one of the big things that we try to focus internally is just continuous education, right? So I never, I never really, pursued education outside of like my coursework in college or high school or, or whatever, you know, I, I never picked up a book, right. Since like middle school and not to mention like a nonfiction book. Right. Uh, yeah. but once I started my company, I was like, okay, I need to continue my education. I never took a business course or a marketing course in college. I need to learn this on my own. So I started reading business books, sales books, marketing books, anything I could find. And after reading different books, hearing different podcasts and learning from, I want to call them mentors. They weren't like direct mentors, but they were, they were mentors in a way. Learning from these authors and these podcast hosts, different ways to run a business. And one of the things that I found that I thought I needed to implement in my business was I needed a way to make recurring revenue. And if I'm getting one-off sales every time, then I'm always chasing that next client. And yeah, I've, I've had a couple clients where I made like more than one video for them. That's not going to happen every time. I yeah. want to get them on a recurring schedule. And I also want to bring them results every time that I make a video for them. And I, wanna, I want these to be continuous campaigns. So that's why we started, we started implementing that is we need to get them on a, I guess, it's not really a subscription model, but you know, subscription models are hot right now for good reason. It's, it's recurring revenue. It's you, you know what you're going to bring in every month because you're going to get X amount of dollars for X amount of clients. So, you know, you need to hit X clients to make X amount of money. Right. Yeah. So it, we, we just realized that that was an important way to actually grow and scale our business to the level that we want to be. Yeah. 
Cool, man. So what, talk to me a little bit about that. You know, this question I love to ask is who are some of the people that have impacted you championship leaders? You know, I always say directly or indirectly, because like you said, you know, I mean, there's, there's people that we learn from all the time that we've never met. Uh, right. whether, you know, John Maxwell is a big one for me. Just I've, I've consumed a lot of his content, his books, his videos. I've seen him speak once or twice. You know, in the leadership space, he's definitely one of those Mount Rushmore type figureheads in that in that personal development space. But but I also have many other people that have you know personally as a coach, a mentor that's uh, kind of taken me under my wing that I've that I've taken some things from and, and kind of molded me to who I am today. So. You know, are there one or two people that stick out in your mind for you personally? And then, you know, if so, like, what was it about them that really made them great that, that maybe you've taken to make you a part of who you are today as a leader? Yeah, man. Um, dude, I'll tell you, we got to swap, you know, book ideas after this because I'd, I'd, I'd love to get some book recommendations. from. Uh, let's see. So right off the bat, and I think most entrepreneurs can can agree, uh, especially beginner entrepreneurs, you know, when you're just getting started, but Gary Vaynerchuk obviously has been a yeah, huge impact on, absolutely. on me and my life. I don't consume as much of his content anymore because after watching him for like two straight years, I got the message. Yeah. Right. Yeah, right. Uh, yeah. But He's very consistent in his, he, he is, but that yeah. that's part of his message too, is, is totally. consistency. Yeah. But yeah, one of the things that Gary Vaynerchuk talks about over and over is if you want people to see you, it's all about attention. It's all about where people are and yeah. you need to be, you need to be where people are. And when he makes content, he makes, he makes pillar content and he makes micro content and he pushes this out to all sorts of different platforms. He sees what sticks, he's testing, he's understanding what's working, what's not working. The stuff that's not working, he's, he's scrapping that. The stuff that is working, he's pushing more of that out. And yeah. that's, that's, a method that, that we try to implement here. And also just his, his attitude, his, uh, his audacity, you know, to like, to just go for it, like his hustle, 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 work, work, work. And, you know, that's, that's something that, you know, I don't, I'm not a hundred percent on board with. I think you need to, you need to hustle. Like you need to put in the work, put in the hours, but you no. shouldn't work yourself to death but it did get, get me off my ass in the first place. You know, <laughs> my first yeah, year as an entrepreneur, really? I, I can't tell you how many weeks there were where I, you know, it was the first time that I was my own boss. I didn't have anyone tell me what to do. So I, you know, if I wanted to take a week off and play video games or watch Netflix, I, I could do that. That kind of kicked me into gear from there. Let's see. And then another one that really sticks out to me, one of the first books that I read when transitioning into entrepreneurship was the e-myth by michael gerber are you familiar with that oh yeah absolutely you know the, the the biggest message in that book is when when someone becomes an entrepreneur often it's because they like the craft they like yeah. whatever it is that they do that's the technician role and there's there's three different roles right there's yeah. the technician the manager and the entrepreneur is that right yeah, it's been a long time since I read yeah, it. Yeah, it's yeah. been a while. I, I, I think it's those three, though. But yeah, so, the, so everyone enters entrepreneurship uh, because they are the technician. So me, I entered entrepreneurship as the videographer. Yeah, you get wanted, into the thing. You love the thing. Yeah, yeah. I, I wanted to do more videography, so I started a... Right, the video guy. Just right, like, right. Editing videos, yep. 
That's right. And, and that's what I love to do. So I started a business doing video. But what I learned from that book and quickly realized was correct was me spending all my time as the technician. I was neglecting the other two roles, the, the management roles, managing my time or the entrepreneur role, looking to the future. What is this business going to be in five, 10 years? You know, if, if I'm spending all of my time in the business working, doing the videos, doing the editing, I'm not spending any time working on my business. I'm not deciding, like I said, what is this going to be in the future? What, what is the design of my business? What makes me different from every other video, like freelance videographer out there? And man, that changed everything. I realized that I, I, I can't, for the next 10 years, be the one doing the video every time. I can't be editing. I can't be shooting yep. everything. I have to hand that off. I have to hire people to, to do those roles. And I have to be the visionary. I have to be the head of the company deciding where it's going, not working in the trenches every day for the next 10 years. Yeah. So well, that's, that, that leads us greatly into yeah, another question I, I really like to ask guest entrepreneurs, leaders of is like, what is that vision for you right now? Let's just, you know, I mean, we look five years out and sometimes people are like, well, you know, I have no idea what's going to happen tomorrow versus five years, but like, you know, overall vision of like, what's the impact you want to make in what you're doing here today uh, in the future? Yeah. So we've got, we've got two, two, two groups that we focus on, right? So first is our clients and, you know, we want, we want to bridge the connection between the company and their audience. And we want to impact businesses in a way where they understand like, okay, they want a connection with us, us pushing, you know, content just to make a quick sale is not going to make a connection between me and my audience. We want to help them understand that you need to create value for your audience valuetainment, if you will. So, you know, educational content, entertaining content that people want to consume. Edutainment. That, edutainment. That's right. That's right. So we want to help businesses do that. And a lot of businesses are stuck in older ways of marketing, older ways of getting a message across. And we want to help bridge that gap. Now, the second group and what I think um, is arguably more important is the people that we bring on. So the videographers that we're going to be hiring in the future or just the different creatives in general. So when we hire copywriters, videographers, editors, if we get, you know, more podcast hosts, if we have different podcasts in the future, we want to create a place where, you know, there, there's direction in, in what we do, but we want to give creatives a way to put their own thumbprint on everything that they do. We don't want to micromanage the creative process because as you know, I'm, I'm a creative at the head of the company. I understand how important it is for creatives to leave their mark on everything that they do. So we want to give a place where we're nurturing creatives and we want to build a company to where we treat them well enough and we give them such a good opportunity that they want to stay, but train them well enough to where they can leave if they want to. Yeah. And then, and that's kind of where we want to be. We want to be, working with the best brands, helping them be their best selves and hiring the best creatives um, and helping them be their best selves. Oh, I love that, man. That's great. What are one or two things as we start to wrap this up, one or two things that um, you can leave with the listeners that, that if they were to take and like just implement today, that could help them move forward. 
you know, whether that's things you learn, things that you, that you practice on a daily basis inside of your own life and business, you know, just two, one or two pieces of it, info, guiding principles that you use to help, help the listeners. Sure. So first one is if you want to create something, if you want to create a business, a brand, a podcast, you want to be the next top artist on Billboard 200 or whatever, or whatever it is. If you want to create something, you, you need to create an audience, okay? And you need to be giving them value. And if you are the company, you need to show yourself. You need to show them who you are. So you can do that through, you know, going live on Facebook. You can make a video. You can make picture posts. You can start a podcast. But you need to be talking with your audience and building a connection with them. This is, this is the, the first thing that we talk about with, uh, with our clients is people need to see you. If they yeah. don't see you, you don't exist. Right. And that applies with anything. Gary so V. That's right. That's right. That's wow. man. I, <laughs> I try not to just spout everything Gary no, says, I mean, but yeah, I, mean, I watch so much of his stuff that it's just in there now. It makes man. total sense that, uh, you know, that's what you do and that's right. It's so relevant. It is. Right. Second would be, and get out of your comfort zone. Do something that scares you. Yeah. Me starting, you know, starting this business was scary, but you know, most recently this podcast, I had it written down. My list of goals was in six months, I want to start a podcast. And I, I was talking with my business partners and they were like, what's stopping you from doing that, that right now? Right. And I was like, Oh, I guess I don't know. I guess I could do it right now, but I don't know if I want to. And that was just fear talking. I was afraid of, you know, would guests say no to me? Would they not want to come on my show? Do I know what I'm talking about? Will will this work? Will it be successful? Will it be a flop? You know, but very quickly I realized that this is a great thing. And, you know, I've, I've only recorded six episodes so far. It's only a month old, but awesome, man, man, it's been so much fun. And I think this is going to be one of the, biggest assets for my company because I did something that scared me. And if something scares you, you know that it's the right thing to do. Yeah. Yeah. Two great pieces of uh, information that people could definitely take, you know, cause that's some, yeah, you got to stay relevant. You got to continue to just continue to be out there, continue to get your face, your message uh, in front of people. And, and then the next thing to that is like, yeah, the podcast is a great way to do that. So many people think about doing it, but, just for all the reasons you talked about, they, they, they put it off. It's the same reason people don't write books, right? They think about writing a book right. and then, uh, they just don't because of, you know, one reason or another, like ship the thing, write the book, start the podcast, whatever it is that you think. Do the thing. Want to do, just go do it. Yeah. That's right. Yeah. Don't, you don't have to have it all figured out today. So yeah. Thank you so much, man. I appreciate you being here. Uh, hey, I appreciate it. We can find out about you, Founderverse podcast, uh, your company and what you got going on. Um, yeah, give us all those details so we can get them linked up. Yeah, man. So first, uh, go listen to Founderverse. Uh, that's like founder universe, Founderverse, all one word. You can find it anywhere that you listen to podcasts. Uh, it's on Spotify, Apple podcasts, Google podcasts, Stitcher, all the things we interview entrepreneurs, creatives on that show, give different business tips and advice, hear stories from other entrepreneurs. And then also, if you want to learn more about Founderverse or more about Holstein Studios, you can visit our website at holsteinstudiosllc.com. 
and Holstein is spelled H-O-L-S-T-E-I-N. Most people get that wrong. So <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, thank you so much. I can't wait to come onto your show uh, here coming up in a few days. Actually, I'm so. looking forward to it, Nate. Thank you. And um, yeah, just appreciate you to be here. Thank you, man. Take care. You too. In 05 and 06, I deployed to Kuwait. I used to wait every day for them to say, Nature going home. I missed my life, missed my wife. 15 months, she was all alone. But when I got back, I felt out of control. Feeling entitled, I put my life on hold. I keep on drinking, so I'm sinking in a river of liquor. Me and my wife weren't all right. I didn't reconnect with it. I had a business, insurance agent, and rental properties. But is there something bigger than this? I know there's gotta be, so I invested in myself. I started seeing coaches. Life is a camera. I fixed the lens, and now I see in focus. Now my life's unrecognizable from my life just a couple years ago. 17 plus years of marriage. It's never been better than this. And we got three kids, that's who I do it for I'm gonna be a leader I'ma lead the way, cause I'm a firm believer We can do anything we want If I said it, then I meant it I probably already did it Consider it done Consider it done If you need some inspiration, you should play this Championship Leadership Podcast Hey, baby